Welcome to part two of Bridezilla's. We have some serious doozies coming at you. You're listening to Two Monicas in a Microphone, a podcast about nothing serious, seriously. I'm your host, Monica. And I'm the other Monica. Get ready to talk about anything and everything. This is one that I'm not going to lie. I'm like, is this real? But somebody got disinvited for being ugly. U-G-L-Y. You ain't got alibi. You ugly. I see it had 78 comments and 12 laughs. So Okay. Obviously, it's got teeth. Let me read it to you. I'm getting married next Saturday. All my bridesmaids are gorgeous. And honestly, I can't imagine having better looking friends. My issue is my fiance's best man. He's only five foot three. So he will look ridiculous escorting my sister down the aisle. He is only as well a unibrow and crooked teeth. It's her husband's best man, best which friend. means right. yeah, best friend. And that's so rude. She's obviously known the guy for so long, long enough to be engaged and almost getting married to her husband. Yes. So she said, Hey, I'm not saying you can't be in the wedding, but can you be in the back of the line so he's not near us in the pictures? And we can easily crop him out. Uh that's rude. And weird, but her fiance yeah. wouldn't do it, stating that it's because this particular friend spent $10,000 <laughs> on the bachelor party weekend. Holy cow. I bet he bought him hookers and blow. So he's like, no, dude. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has all the dirt on me. I can't uninvite him now. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So she just goes on to say that she is crying. And very upset. And that she's going to call off the entire wedding due to it. I feel like Susan Powder from the 90s stopped the insanity. Like, right? She concludes this with a, just a really great sentence. I just need some support from fellow women who know how stressful it is to pull off a beautiful and aesthetically pleasing wedding day. I mean, you're talking about another person's face as if it is an exception accessory. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't even get it. This subtitle really grabbed my attention. No Randy's. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and starts out. Am I the a-hole for not wanting my fiance's grandmother, 98 years old, at our wedding? My fiance is 30 and I am 28. We're getting married next month. Everything is going great, but we've been having a serious argument about having his grandmother at our wedding. We've agreed not to have kids at our wedding as we want the reception to be a huge party for your, for adult friends and family with dancing, loud music, and an open bar. And for precisely this reason, we don't want kids there. I don't want his elderly grandmother at our wedding either. I said she can come to the ceremony, but not the reception. It will be extremely loud, and I want to be it to be a party atmosphere, and she will be extremely out of place. For context, none of my grandparents are still alive, and he still has his last living grandmother. Holy cow. She know that she'd be- out of place but she could have been a dancing machine my grandmother was on the dance floor she was like seven years ago 87 i mean yeah yeah. she's a terrible person she is now if you think she's terrible let's move on to this next one which i have named wicked stepmother 
this one. This. Oh my god. Dilemma. I've never met my guy's daughter, and I really don't want her at her wedding. I've made effort after effort, but she refuses to meet me. I have to admit, she does sound somewhat reasonable right now, but just wait till you hear what else she has to say. All because I asked him to change his social media pictures that she was in. She is 17, has boobs, and looks like she could be his girlfriend. She made a huge deal, even after explaining why and saying that I don't mind a picture of them with her when she was younger and less womanly looking. She wanted to make it out to be just because of her in general in the picture. Anyway, she's pro-mommy and doesn't want to acknowledge that her dad and mother are no more. What do I do? Invite her? I feel like she will start a scene or pull some slick. I mean, that's just weird. People that know him will know that it's his daughter. Yes. And how insecure are you? Right. And maybe if they did get married, he would change his picture to them being married. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Run, run, man, run. So nuts. All right. Speaking of, I would like to say this to that woman. Calm down. And that is the name of our next segment. So this next one I really love. It's the eyes don't have it. Monica, how over the top would it be to buy my blue-eyed bridesmaid contacts? Oh, no, that's totally within the realm of sanity. Yeah, no, I would be offering to let them select any other color, even a rich amber brown like mine. I'm not afraid to be overshadowed. This sounds totally normal. Blue eyes, they would just clash since it's the none of the wedding colors and the color is chartreuse. Yeah, and she's got a dress. That's not chartreuse, okay? It's yeah. freaking banana yellow. I know. That's she's what I thought. Colorblind. She is colorblind <laughs> for sure. And also banana yellow or chartreuse, blue would look awesome with. Amazing. How can you yeah. ask someone to change their appearance at that level? Like that is insane. And nobody like, can. I worry um, for these women and what they do with their lives. I worry about their children they have in the future. I mean, absolutely. In the world. Yeah. So she needs to calm down. <laughs> So this next one is a screenshot of a video sent through a chat messenger and it's a video and you can't see what it is. It's blurred out. And the person responds, I don't know what you mean. And it's like a 17 minute video. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I have no idea what's on it, but this is what the bridezilla responded. Hey, so we were just looking at the CCTV and saw that you had two pieces of the wedding cake. We announced that each guest must pay per slice and noticed that you only paid for the one. Can you please send the 366 pounds ASAP? Okay, these British brides are psycho. They are psycho. (laughs) I will have to say I found more psycho British brides than I found um, American brides in all of my digging. I do feel like you find more psycho psycho bride families in America though. Uh, that makes sense. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But charging guests per person. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just I like wish I could see that 17 minute video. Invite them for like cakes and drinks and don't serve dinner. Yeah. Like these are your guests. And if you'll look at the next one, I, I 
I think we'll have a debate about how people view their guests. So this one is kind of close to my heart because I had someone no show at my wedding, even though she she flew all the way to where it was and she no showed like the day of she told me she wasn't going to be there. Oh, yeah. So this one, we missed you at our wedding. Here's your invoice. I kind of wanted to do at the time. Yeah. Instead, I was petty and I just unfriended her. I feel like sending someone an invoice like they did, y'all. We were looking at a literal invoice from Doug and Deidre. They put their freaking names at the top. <laughs> invoice date, September, or the invoice date, August 18th, 2021. Due date, September 18th, 2021. And the description is no call, no show guest. <laughs> So they sent an invoice to their friends and in the notes, it says this invoice is being sent to you because you confirmed seats at the wedding reception during the final headcount. The amount above is for the cost of your individual seats because you didn't call or give us proper notice that you wouldn't be in attendance. This amount is what you owe us for paying for your seats in advance. You can pay via Zelle or PayPal. Please reach out to us to let us know which method works for you. Thank you. Balance wow. to $240. I mean, restaurants do that. Okay. Well, a restaurant is not your friend and you are not the true, restaurant's true. guest. Very true. The way I looked at my wedding and the way that the people I was paying looked at it. And I also worked at a wedding planning venue. It was one of my first jobs out of college. I'm very familiar oh, with I how- didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm very familiar with the wedding world, especially this portion of it is we- would always tell them, you have got to expect 20% of people who RSVP not to show up. That's just part right. of it. So why these people don't understand that people are just not going to show up. Some people aren't going to show up because they have a tummy ache that day. They don't feel like it. Maybe they have high anxiety and they're having a rough day. I don't know why. Maybe their kids right. that they can't find a sitter. Family emergency. And so when you send someone an invoice, how is that being wow. guest? I did see people comment online on this one. Some were like, well, they should because I paid all this money. Well, honestly, if weddings are coming to this where we need to send our friends invoices when they don't show up, I've had dinner parties at my house before. I've had big events in my backyard where tons of people came and we fed everybody food and drinks and everything. And some people said they were coming and they didn't. I've had that happen at Lillian and Brady's birthdays parties. Sure. Are we going to just start sending? I'll be like, well, I bought an extra liter of Coke and one more pizza to feed two kids who didn't show up, I'm going to send those parents an invoice because they said they were coming and then didn't show up the day of like, please, our culture settle down, calm down. Don't be so extravagant. I don't know what to tell you. Or, you know, just the person should just text your bridesmaid to tell you that she's not coming. <laughs> As you're getting your hair done. That's good. Yeah, but this was just a regular guest. That's what that's what I'm saying. So this friend that ditched my wedding texted my bridesmaid to tell me that she wasn't coming. She didn't even text me herself. She didn't even text you. No. And see, that will go into another thing where we talk about how bridesmaids, mother-in-law, sister-in-law, mother of the bride, all that. There are so many stories that equal these. In fact, some are worse. Let's be honest. Okay. So this next one where this person needs to calm 
calm down. The bride censors like she's a social media outlet or something. There's um, seven different things she wants you to do on here. Okay. Okay. But the thing I want to highlight is number six on this list. Well, okay. So I want to just talk about the first one. No dresses shorter than the knee and full length pants for all pants wearing folk. So shorter than the knee. At a Catholic wedding. And I think that there was some dress that the church may have required. There's covered. Yeah. And she says, if you have breasts, no cleavage. And that is for the church ceremony. Gotcha. Um, Okay. So I get that um, because that's probably something they were asked to do. I feel like when I read these, because it's so weird. Again, it's probably British. (laughs) Yeah, probably is. I don't know. They're all like, if you have visible tattoos, cover them up. But if they're on your neck, no big deal. We don't want you to look weird trying to cover your face up and look (laughs) ridiculous. Like that is literally written in here. They do try to preface that in the Catholic church. And my guess is they're not Catholic. (laughs) This whole thing is funny to me. You read number five, because I think that really speaks to you. Yeah, What you like about weddings. And I'm going to read number six. All right. So number five, please no excessively unnatural colored makeup looks such as glitter or hot pink eyeshadow. This is a brunch wedding and we are not Kesha impersonators. We appreciate the artistry, but not at 11 a.m. Thank you. Wow. Like, wow. The things that she's saying on here is like, if you're that worried about your guests, maybe don't have a brunch wedding. Seriously. I like number six. It's by far my favorite rule I've read from brides. And it's kind of sad that we have shared so many different rules in our first (laughs) Bridezilla and now this one. Number six. Please do not discuss politics or hot button issues at the wedding. An usher will escort you out if they become aware of it. This is no exception. We all have very strong opinions. Please keep yours to yourself. We'll escort you out. Oh my this next gosh. one, this next one, um, I think we've talked about before because in the last Bridezilla one, there was someone who yes. like could not show visibly that she was <laughs> yes, that was the groom, the best man's wife. That's right. <laughs> that was I'm telling you, go back and listen to the original Bridezillas. It's a doozy. So this is a selfish maid of honor gets pregnant before her friend's wedding. Selfish. That's the key word. Not because she wanted to have a baby. Mm -mm. So she's seeking advice and opinions on whether she's being selfish and unfair in the situation. Found out a week ago that my maid of honor is pregnant. We've been best friends for over 15 years and each other's wedding days are very important to us. I was her maid of honor a number of years ago and went to the nth degree to ensure her day was everything she imagined. But we decided to postpone our wedding from January to September of this year, and her newborn will be about two weeks old on the day. She already knew the date was later this year when she got pregnant. I feel betrayed as though she hasn't considered how this will impact my day. I mean, I would just be happy that she's no longer pregnant and can have some champagne. How are you guys friends? No, I I can't even imagine being upset in any capacity, but I would be excited that she could have a glass of champagne because as a mother of two, I know what it's like to have birthed a baby and this first couple weeks are stressful. And then you have this big party and maybe would like to participate. I'd just be happier. Due date isn't the same date as my wedding. 
Exactly. Because maybe she couldn't be in it at all. It's crazy. Calm down. Oh my God, Monica, this next one just like, oh, really this is you. literally the worst list we yes. have ever, ever shared. So Monica, I've titled this next one, Dress Code by Weight Plus Other Horrors. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I like, se- seriously, people. I am laughing at the absurdity. You this have is to be a size more- two to be in my wedding. These are for people attending, Monica. Uh, oh. Attending. Oh, okay. The insanity just reached its capacity. <laughs> And I think that this is a more of a private wedding. There's it's a destination wedding from what I could tell. There's probably my guess, you know, 30 people coming, but this is to the guests. Okay. But where is this wedding? Because I'm looking at what the requirements are. She and... said Hawaii. And so I still don't understand what is going on. This You're part. wearing velvet and suede in Hawaii. That's what I thought. And I was like, what is going on? But Monica, so no, how about, okay, so let's go through it. Yeah. Let's, we'll take, and we, will take turns because we both need to be in on this. All right, friends. So I've been to Hawaii like more times than it allows you to check off on the sheet when you actually fly there. So I know what it's like to go to Hawaii, A, for a wedding, B, for work, C, for vacation, like basically any reason you could possibly go to Hawaii. Many of the islands, I've been there. This bride is requesting that women between 100 and 160 pounds wear green velvet. We have to comment on the fact that she has a weight category, a weight category. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yes, that's definitely worth commenting on. I mean, mind you, I don't know why, what she thinks Hawaii weather is like. Probably never been. So women 100 to 160 pounds need to wear green velvet sweater, orange suede pants, and Louboutin heels. The famous red heeled shoes. When we spin and lift our feet, the effect will amaze you. And then a Burberry scarf. Okay, they're not going to Hawaii. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. I they you know, and this might be one of those times where I'm wrong. Okay. But okay. I I really feel like that was it makes, the, the it makes it more fun better. because when yeah. I was going through this one, I thought Hawaii the whole time, but maybe <laughs> I was confused because I feel like this, this would be sounds awful. More like an Aspen wedding or something. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So she's asking for the lube or in a Burberry scarf. Monica, how rich are these people? They're probably not, first of all, well, and guessing. Orange suede pants? Who even makes those? Right. And why are you saying this is what you're wearing? I would just you really want honest- everyone in your wedding to look exactly the same. But listen to these colors. Oh, think about all. There's so much to unpack from this. It's just great. Okay. So men. Men who weigh 100 to 200 pounds. This is what you'll be wearing. <laughs> I can't even. I can't. Excuse me. My my composure. Purple fuzzy jacket, soda hat, all white trainers, and plain glow sticks. I don't know what glow sticks are. Okay, all white trainers. They're in England somewhere. Okay. Okay. Oh gosh, they're in England. They are going to look like the Mad Hatter barfed up a wedding. (laughs) Uh, I was in a wedding that looked like Barnum and Bailey's circus. 
Oh, Lord. I can't wait to talk about that. So moving on, Monica, what are women who weigh over 160 pounds? And this this begs the question, do you weigh in before? How do you know? (laughs) Right. How do you know what to take? What if you're at like 159 and you skip a meal or you eat a little extra because you're traveling? Hmm. Hmm. So women 160 and over need to wear all black sweater and pants in any material with black heels. So basically, we don't want you to be seen. Yeah, basically. Or it's a way to differentiate. Like, hey, I know how much you weigh. Even worse. No, no. The men are going to be able to say, hey, all the girls in the green velvet sweaters. No. Yeah, no. I mean, it's terrible. (gasps) This is awful. Okay. So we go on to men weighing over 200 pounds. They must wear all camouflage with black sneakers. WTF. That's all I have to say. Monica, how gross. How gross. Okay. So wait, we'll do the last one here, which is the children who are supposed to wear red from head to toe. Could you imagine finding an all red outfit for your son? Remember, the kids will form the shape of a heart. It needs to be true red, not blood orange or some. I don't have the rest of this and I wish I had the rest of this, but down you can see it's cut off. Additionally, we will require that you wear formal attire. Where? What is going on? There's more? How are you wearing formal attire that's camouflaged? But what we can't see is, is there another event? Is this the day before just for pictures? Like what is going on? Okay. So I would like to recap what people will be wearing. Women will have on a green velvet sweater with orange suede pants, a Burberry scarf and Louboutin heels or be wearing all black. Yeah. So let's imagine all that together. Next men will be wearing purple fuzzy jackets and all white trainers with glow sticks, whatever the freak those are. And camouflage and black sneakers. Right. Can you imagine all this together? It's hideous. Oh my God. It really does remind me of the circus wedding that I was in. Oh, I'm going to describe it right now so people can get an idea. Okay. The groom and the groomsmen wore electric blue jackets with hot pink liner and white, white pants with, I think, blue shoes. Okay. Were they wearing trainers? Yeah, they were trainers. Ah, okay. Meanwhile, the bridesmaids were wearing true red dresses and we were all carrying yellow sunflowers or daisies. I feel like this person is the bright personality or what? Just doesn't understand how to coordinate. Wow. No, it really does look like a circus. Anyway. That sounds story. like a prettier circus than this though. Like <laughs> on, the on a scale of one to 10, that one wins. <laughs> yeah. Like this is bad. And also who tells people what to wear by weight? Yeah, no, that's disgusting. So, but I feel like that's a really great one to end this episode with because I don't think that we can top it. Now, I promise you when I come up with Bridezilla's three, which I will do. <laughs> There will be a better one, but yeah, I don't think we can top this. And uh, I don't know that I want to top it. Pretty grossed out by some of these stories. People are terrible. All right. Well, Monica, I'm really excited to do some more of the weddings and bride stories. And I know you're working on honeymoon stories and we have a lot to do in this new mini series. I'm really excited that we can just dig deep on all the topics that we love so much in the season too. Absolutely. I mean, honeymoon horrors is going to be epic. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and letting us be part of your day, whether that's folding socks, 
driving to work, or getting in your cardio. We're happy to provide you with entertainment about nothing serious, seriously. Don't forget to subscribe or follow our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you're loving it, leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at 2MonicasPodcast. That's with the number 2. Access extended show notes and more at our website, 2MonicasPodcast.com. Love this episode? Hit that share button and send to a friend who'd like it too. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode of 2Monicas in a Microphone. Awesome. That was fun.